hey, hey, it's Friday, August 20th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on the West Coast. I am Brandon Belisa. Welcome to Success Never Sleeps, where we, as small business owners, as small martial arts school owners in particular, ask the real questions that we need to get the type of answers we need to create our version of success. And that's what's unique about this, is that I am an active school owner just like you, and since this whole challenging time has started, I've been back in the trenches, working every day, teaching, cultivating new teaching drills, methods of, of, of marketing, on and on and on, because things have changed dramatically, have they not? So the way many of us market, the may, many of us uh, communicate with our tribe, the way we administer curriculum, the way we cultivate our why, it's had some fundamental shifts. But nonetheless, it's still rooted in one thing and one thing only. And what is that? Live your best life. Cool? All right. Thank you for sharing that, Adam. I love you, sir. Very, very cool. So let's begin by thanking my sponsors. Of course, we have My Studio. My Studio, and I'll share a slide on that in a minute. They have their, their My Studio Operation Summit coming up in Virginia, September 17th and 18th, 2021, in Fairfax, Virginia. And I'm going to talk about that a little more in a minute. Kids of Life Skills, you need character development. I can't express that enough. Enough. I can't express that enough. It's that simple. If you work with kids, and I know this is whole word contingency thing in the martial arts. If you see a school that teaches life skills, then their martial arts sucks, right? If their forte is life skills, that's just simply not true. Go way back to the beginning of time. Bruce Lee was one of the greatest philosophers to come out, you know, from the martial arts and share with us that it really is, is about expression and individuality and creativity and, 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 you know, really learning to master your mindset. So if you aren't teaching life skills at the highest level, the highest level, then you're failing miserably. So I'm going to encourage you, talk to Marco Mazzola, get on board with Kids Love Life Skills. We would love to partner with you. LC Accounting, my sister Letitia, love you, Tish. You know, she's been my savior through this whole thing. She's, she's the most hardest working bookkeeper slash accountant I've ever had in my life. And I'm a little biased. She's my sister. Then of course, market muscles. You've seen the numbers we've posted. I didn't touch their website. I didn't change pictures. I didn't change copy. I didn't run Facebook ads, anything. I'm going to show my stats where we're at for the month of August and the effect that the market muscles website has had for us. But with that said, like Steven Reinstein said so well, it's not just their website. It's the fact that we are a very well-known brand. We are a very defined brand. We have our social media in place. We have our Google business page in place and we're very active. So our ranking is already high. And with the influence and the impact of the strategy and the innovation of a market muscles website, it's just like putting nitro into a really good car. Right, we're the really good car market muscles is that nitro, and now we're seeing numbers like we've not seen um, in quite some time. I know everyone's posting amazing numbers through this pandemic, but this is a different kind of number. Cool. So I see that you guys are sharing it. Hey, Letitia, who else is here today? Adam Parker. It says you're a top fan. I'm going to call Adam Parker a friend and a good soul, all the way from the UK. Uh, Adam Parker, thank you for staying awake, for being here with us today. Share it with everybody in the UK, Adam. Get more people involved. James, thank you, James, Jim, and Connie. Who else is here? I see lots of people up in the corner. Please say hello, especially the new folks. We love to give you a shout out and let everybody know that, hey, you are here. Cool, cool, cool. So as I just shared, 
the My Studio Operations Summit, September 17th and 18th in Fairfax, Virginia. I will be there. I will be there. And I'll be sharing very deep and personal how I went from working 50 hours a week to working two hours a week and why I'm back to 50 hours and what that looks like moving forward as we strategize to get me back to two hours a week. That's the goal. So it's a very intimate, real-time experience that I'll be sharing. But I believe what it offers you, current information on what we should be doing as small business owners, small school owners, to not only survive through this thing, but to thrive and be relevant. My challenge is when someone's simply putting a new bow on something they did from the 80s or the 90s and telling you this is what you should do with it in 2021. That simply can't be done anymore. It's a whole new day. Right. Look at some of the companies that have taken off like Chipotle and they went from being a in-store to a full digital restaurant. They pivoted hard and their stock is, I don't know, 15. It's just crazy. Fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars. Look at a company like Disney, who people thought, oh, Disney's dead in the water. Their parks can't operate, blah, blah, blah. Boom. They pivoted hard into Disney Plus. So that's a prime example. And it's what went from 85 million viewers and they're going to be at 230 million viewers in the next year or so. And that's an example of a company that said, hey, we can't do things the old ways. This is a new day. You got people flying into space, you know, taking rides and experiencing that. It's a new day. We're in the fourth industrial revolution. AI is everywhere. Cars are driving themselves. You know, people that do these factory jobs are now being replaced by machines. It's a new day. Make no mistake. So if we want to remain relevant, we want to be financially prosperous as well as culturally responsible to our values. We need to make a mindset shift. We really do. And there's certain mindsets and directions I've cultivated in the past year and a half that I'm going to share with you in detail at the My Studio Operation Summit. So I encourage you to be there. There's only nine spots left, they said. It's intimate like my event. So that one will only have 50. So it's time life change in November. So far, we've sold out the 20 spots for the four-day experience. And that's really going to be my focus. We do have the one-day and the two-day experience. Somebody asked me, would this be uh, streamed live? Yes, only the Sunday event will be streamed live. Samon's portion is not going to be streamed. He, he doesn't want to do that, and I respect that. But the reason Sam's such a valuable asset and why I advise you to be here for It's Time Life Change, Sam has one school, right? I've had it forever, I believe 30 years or so, 120 students, day in and day out, year after year, yet this man is a multimillionaire. He understood early in the game, he took that money, invested it in the market in a disciplined, responsible way, and this man is a multimillionaire. And what I love about that is many small school owners don't want multiple locations. They simply don't. So if that's the case, then you have to be strategic in how do you create passive income? And Sam's going to help us with that. And as he has with me and so many other school owners over the year, he guarantees that what you invest coming to the four-day experience for It's Time Life Change, uh, November 13th through 16th, you will make back tenfold with the advice he's going to offer you on. Cool? So think about that one as well. Um, Let's uh, let's get into this bad boy. Any questions, Jason? Yeah, I'll see you in September, Jason. Absolutely, Jason Smith of Believe Martial Arts. Yep, yep, yep. 
Cool. Thank you for that. Um, Because I do want to expand it. I mean, this show is something special and a lot of people watch it afterwards. But to be here with you live from England and Canada and all over the United States, it's just a kinship. I know you're there. I know we're speaking together. I know, Adam, you're across the pond. But you know what? You're here with me. And for me, that's that's you taking valuable time out of your day where it may not be so convenient. What time is it in the UK, Adam? is a really cool thing. So I'm gonna start with this slide. And, and I really wanted to do this because someone called me out. Um, and they said to me, you know, what the heck are you talking about? What does curriculum have to do with food in a restaurant? We're not some restaurant, we're a martial arts school. And it was, you know, it, it, it was a private conversation, but cause I posted this and, and I wanna read this out loud. Curriculum is like the food in a restaurant. It is not only how you prepare it, it is how you serve it and the experience that is created that makes a great teacher and inspires the love of learning, okay? Inspires the love of learning. So let's look at this. I believe, and this is me, that we are a servant to the community. Going back to the days of samurai, you know, when those wars were over and they were no longer needed, they went from being a servant of the country to, you know, being farmers, to being, you know, um, cultivating bonsai. You just read on and on how they, they became a servant to the community. I believe that's true Budo spirit. We are servants of the community. You are not the lowly student and I'm the master. I simply don't, I don't agree with that. I think it feeds somebody's ego and it perpetuates a lot of insecurity, lack of growth, a lot of fear. So I discipline myself to wake up every day and tell myself I am a servant of the community okay because that was a big one he said what do you mean serve you know you're not some freaking waiter in a restaurant and this went back and forth and I realized it wasn't going to go anywhere so side by side restaurant martial arts school the main core product in that restaurant is the food the main core product we serve is the curriculum okay everybody can see that right and how you prepare it and that's why I'm big on rotating curriculum. I'm big on lesson plans. I'm big on um, uh, curriculum videos, right? Instructional videos. I'm big on the 15-minute virtual private lessons. We're big on workshops. All this is the food in the restaurant, right? So we get that. Now, it is how you serve it. That serving it is really your teaching staff, right? So your instructors and training program is so valuable in training your team to serve that curriculum. Right? I think that's perfectly, we can understand that. And the experience, the experience that you create. You know, yesterday we had a reality check and I went old school on my black belt prep kids who aren't ready for their test. And it was counterproductive. It got to the point where it was counterproductive because I was driving this home. You guys, you need to practice. You need to be accountable. And so I went back and thought about that. Was that the best experience? Well, I pick and chose my battles yesterday. And I chose to say it's in time for a reality check. Average kid's been here five, six years. It's a reality check. So the experience I was trying to create is that this test is serious and you need to be prepared for it. But with that said... <coughs> I can have the best food in the world. And we've had those type of environments, right? Where the waiting staff is rude, the restaurant's maybe not so clean, but that food just rocks. So you go there and eat anyways. But if I want to create that Apple experience, that Disney experience, and I want to be that type of martial arts school, what I call the cream of the crop, then I believe the experience that I create 
is so important because that is what makes a great teacher. And that's what inspires the love of learning. If people come to your class and they dread being there, then, I mean, forget the money, forget the retention. It's just not a good relationship. If I go hang out with you and it sucks, then why am I there? Why am I there? So we work towards that, right? And then somebody had posted, well, I'll be damned if anyone's going to, you know, tell me what to do in my school. For me, that's ego. The minute I take a stance that, you know, it's my way or the highway, then I'm no longer serving people. I'm simply serving myself and my own fragile ego. So I want you to be mindful that every time I see a thread come through at a different group where the guy's going, well, I'll be damned in my school. Nobody's going to dictate to me. And that I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, that's your belief system. That's the culture you cultivate. Rock and roll, good for you. But for me, I like serving the community. It's big for me. I'm confident in myself. I'm secure enough in myself that if some little kid doesn't kowtow to me and doesn't look me in the eye, then I'm not going to say, I'm the master, 10 push-ups. You must look at me. I will say, hey, Johnny, sir, where should your eyes be right now when we're talking? See, to me, that's more inspiring because I want them to do what? The love of learning. I want to inspire the love of learning. So that's where I was going with that whole thing, folks. I think it's perfectly understood. And for me, it makes perfect sense. And I hope it does for some of you out there. Hey, Bow, what's happening, Bow, sir? Ashton, sir. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see lots of people sitting up there in the eye in the sky. Please say hello and let me know where you're from. All right. So here's our stats. And, and I'm really grateful for this. Can I get out of the way of this? There you go. But I, I want to be up. Let me go. <laughs> so here we go. San Francisco is the first row and Millbrae is the second one, right? So we have San Francisco is at 405 active with 24 new students, okay? They went back to school a little bit earlier. People are shuffling, so I know those numbers are going to change. Millbrae is at 438 active and 49 new students this month. Now, a lot of those new students are after schoolers coming back. That's why we see such a difference between San Francisco and Millbrae. We started our after school program. It started yesterday, ironically. And so what you're seeing there is part of that too. But we're at 843. Pre-pandemic, we were at 950. So do the math. What do we have? Another 117 students to go to be back to our, no, am I wrong? One, one, seven, that's right. 117 students to go. Oh, it's better than that. It's 107. Thank you. Wow. 107. So we have 107 more students to go to be back to 950. And for me, it's just such a huge blessing. You know, I, I posted this yesterday. Vince Lombardi said this, that football is a game of inches. Well, yesterday, our classes were packed. I felt like we finally gained a yard. It's been like that. Right, we take two steps forward, we gain two inches, boom, we get knocked back five yards. We take, you know, and it's been that way for all of us, for the majority of us in some form or another in the past year and a half. So I'm very blessed and grateful to say we're at 843. Is that cool? Yeah, you can put it in the comments, give us a little applause. My team and I have been working super hard, super hard. And I post videos of me leaf blowing the park, of me doing this, doing that. It's really what it takes. And I really believe in the mindset, successful people are simply willing to do what unsuccessful people are not. Now, it must fit your value system, must be within your morals, but nonetheless, 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 successful people are just willing to do what unsuccessful people are not.
And do we have all the answers? I think that's been the biggest thing through this pandemic. There's no hard system. There's not enough data to say this is the best way to cultivate a successful school through the pandemic because one minute we're open, next minute we're closed. Next minute it's mandatory mask, next minute you don't have to wear masks. So we were also dealing with pivoting through that. So I'm very grateful to my team. I'm grateful to Market Muscles. I'm grateful to my studio. I'm grateful to our families and the community that supports us that we're at 843. Cool? I think it's cool. Before Christmas, I think you should be past your previous numbers. I believe so, James. I, I, I believe that. I believe that. Because look at those numbers right now, right? Somebody asked me the other day, you're getting all those leads, but how many active students you got? If I look at my current, I, I can take a quick look here. Let me do that, okay? Hopefully, I don't knock anything out, Marco. Let me just go over here to my Market Muscle site. Okay, so... So I believe we're, we're, we're at like 160 leads for the month. And, and this is about right, right? Out of 160 leads, we've got what? 71 students. That's about average, right? If you're closing 50%, and these guys who say they're closing 99% of their leads, what I would say to that is this. You're probably getting two leads a month, right? It's not hard to close two leads. We're working some really amazing numbers to be at 71 new students between two locations do the math half that right that's roughly what 35 students per location and the month's not over i think that's pretty freaking good at this point right it's really good it's really good but out of those leads some of them are emails people didn't respond on and on and on so Nonetheless, I think these are amazing numbers for under any circumstance. But like I keep sharing with people, because we are seeing amazing numbers, all of us, right? All of us, is we're so busy going, hi, talk about coming to class, new student, coming to the class, new student, coming to, but we have to pay attention. Are you nurturing these relationships? Do you have some type of system in place to keep nurturing these relationships? Send them a welcome postcard. Send them a you did great postcard. Make sure they're taking your 15-minute virtual private lessons. Make sure you're constantly communicating with the new parent. Are you doing all those things to make sure you don't got 10 coming in the front door, 10 going out the back door? Because we'll always deal with that. I think two from my studio had this data where every two years, we, we turn over 50% of our enrollment. We replace 50% of our students with new ones. And that's good news in the fact that, you know, we're always filling the pot, but the more we can reduce that number, the more we grow our school. So I'm very blessed and very grateful looking at those numbers. Let's see what we got here. Okay. If you are an aspiring, and this is Lee Douglas, if you are aspiring to run a world-class martial arts academy, what would be in the joining pack for a new member. All right. And should you charge a joining fee? You know, I'm just going to tell you my feeling. Right? This is my feeling, right or wrong. I want to remove as many obstacles as possible. We have no enrollment fee. We have no cancellation fee. And, and we chose to do that consciously. I believe if we serve you well, you stay here on your own right? That's why I'm not into contracts. We are subscription-based model month to month. Now, some people would argue that and that's fine. You got to find out what works for you. So we used to have this, this, this joining pack. I, I use what Lee's using. That was maybe half a book long. I mean, it was, 
extensive rule sheets, da, 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 all these things. They had a sign that they read it, kind of like an employee handbook thing. And I found that with so much information, that a lot of it was a huge disconnect because a lot of that information were very personal, emotional experiences. And that's something we want to create every chance we get is creating an emotional experience. All right, here's an example. Let's say you have a page in there, download the app, click on the books, look at your curriculum videos, yada, yada, yada. Boom, it's there in writing. Cool. Or what would that be like standing in the waiting area with that parent going, do you have your app with you? Awesome. Great. Open up that app. Awesome. Go over here. There. You see the use karate videos? Awesome. And right above you, you see the 15-minute virtual. And having that type of conversation is really creating that emotional connection, right? I'm sure you can see that. So what we did, Lee, was we went through that binder, right, that joining pack, and we said, how much of this can we humanize? What is, necess what is the necessity to humanize, right? Need versus want. What do we need to humanize here to cultivate a stronger relationship, okay? And we decided, yeah, we'll put the app in their email flow. We'll put the app at our social media pages, right? We'll send it as an SMS text, but does it need to sit in a binder? Okay, yeah. Fine, but what we really want to do is most of those experiences, Lee, you want to create um, that in that new in that joining pack, you want to create experiences. So just keep that in mind. Now put anything you want in it. What really needs to be there? You want to do an about, you want to do a history. I think video is king. So the more I can make short videos that I could send in an email drip, that's going to be the way to go. And we're still working on it. Forever we're going to work on that forever. And, and we're not the best at it, but we're getting better and we're getting better and we're getting better. But would that be like to say, Hey, welcome to our school. Click here for a message. Hey folks, this is professor Brandon Belize of one martial arts, San Francisco Millbrae. I want to welcome you. And then you do that. I believe that video in a one minute video will have more impact than them reading that off a cover page in a joining pack. You feel me? So what I'm trying to say here, Lee, is define first, what is my culture? What are we about? What's the most important things I need to communicate to make this person want to be curious enough to explore a relationship with me? It's no different than dating. It really isn't. Would you hand somebody a book to read on you before they went out with you? I don't think so. Or we go on one date, then I hand you the same book and go, hey, now that we've gone on a date, and you're, you're gonna be, you know, we're gonna date for a while, please. Here's your joining pack, the joining pack to date Brandon, right? Think about that for a moment. And if you can put it in, in, in the mindset of a relationship, Lee, then I believe you're going to take a lot of what you want to put in a joining pack, humanize it. Or can I take some of those processes and put it into instructor training? So the instructor is humanizing and communicating. And then what can I do in an email flow, a responsible email flow to communicate? Did you know? We have these great instructional videos go here, here, and here, right? Did you know that we do parents' night outs and this and that? Did you know that it's required you wear a full uniform in every class? Why? So you feel like part of the team. I could be communicated in a video much better than putting it in a joining pack. And I kid you not, I've got these folders at home that I had printed a thousand of them that we used to stuff, just stuff.
We used to think it was so cool. Here's your welcoming pack. Boom. Right. And now we've really shifted that with today's technology, Lee, and everything going on. Cool. Let's see who else is here joining us. Come on. I see a lot of you watching the show. Tell me. Tell me. Who's here hanging out? James is saying the focus of these week staff meeting, what can we do to build better relationship, uh, to build better relationship building systems? And I enjoy that. You know, James kind of coined that term several weeks back. You know, he calls them relationship building systems. I really like that relationship building because that becomes the focus and the mindset. If I write this system, it's to build the relationship. Okay, something too as simple as cleaning the bathroom. We have a video for that, and people have watched it many, many times. How does that build relationships? Well, again, let's talk about that. If I'm dating somebody and I go into their bathroom to use it, and their bathroom is freaking a pigsty, I'm going to think twice about if I want to hang out with this person or not. Who's with me on that, right? Who's with me on that? So, again, if we Go back to any kind of relationship, be it a friendship, be it an intimate relationship, a partner, a business. We're still human beings. I, Brandon Beliso, am still Brandon Beliso in my relationship with my wife as a human being. I am still Brandon Beliso when I work with a client through its time. I'm still Brandon Beliso when I'm sitting here ordering food in this restaurant trying to relate to this waiter. So the one variable is we're human beings. So no matter what situation we're in, I agree with James. Everything's about relationship building systems. Write that down. I love it. I love it. I already told James I'm going to use it again and again and again. Cool. Ash and I just had that conversation about doing more videos to send to students. Good. Great minds think alike, sir. Hey, Bob Poole, Goals Martial Arts. I love that. That's a cool name, Goals Martial Arts. What's your goal to teach, you know, to become more confident? What's your goal to learn self-discipline? What's your goal to earn a black belt? What's your goal to live your best life? What's your goal, right? I love it. That's a great conversation with a parent. So, ma'am, what, what, what are your goals for your child? Well, you know, I really want them to learn to pay attention. Awesome. At Goals Martial Arts, we are really big on teaching the life skill of focus, which means to pay attention. And it is our goal to help your son achieve that. Boom. Easy. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Very cool. I love it, Bob. All right. Let's look at this next question. Ah, okay. I'm using dots provided by kids of life skills. They are great for keeping students lined up in class. I have seen other school with different colors of these dots, and I'm wondering why. What else do you do with these dots? Thank you, Ricardo. Okay, so hmm. this is one of my best investments. I know I'm sidetracking for a moment. Yeti, great brand. But what's in this cup? I own a, an espresso machine now. And I realized I was spending $400 a month at Pete's Coffee, which is like a star, 400 bucks a month. And now I use organic coffee beans. I use organic oat milk. And it tastes a million times better than some angry 20-year-old kid could ever make me out of Starbucks. It's night and day, and I just love it. And I feel healthier too. All right. So Ricardo, these dots are available at kidslovelifeskills.com. All right. You can buy them, I think 10 at a time, Marco, something like that. So what I did for you 
is first of all, let's talk about the green dots. All right. When we put down these green dots, they strategically <coughs> will sit roughly six feet apart. Ironically, they've always been six feet apart, but with the pandemic, this appeases our parents and they're mucho, mucho happy. All right. So let's say hypothetically, we've got the green dots down and we tell our class, all right, everybody on a green dot, go. And I kid you not, these kids are on a green dot in less than five seconds and it becomes fun. So if they're sitting in the waiting area and they're staged and we say, everybody on a green dot, go, they're on that green dot. Now everything is space for us. So when they're moving and they're doing something, whether it's a form, no matter where they are, there's no way they're going to kick or punch each other. So it's a huge safety thing as well. Plus, and I've learned this through, through the past year and a half of really studying child psychology, that this is an anchor point. If they know when they step on this dot, boom, this is where it, the drill begins. This is where the drill ends. Their mindset shifts. And I liken that to this. Do you remember growing up as a kid? When your parents had something serious to talk to you about, you had to sit at the kitchen table or there was a place in the house, the living room, whatever, where, hey, we need to talk. And you'd go sit in this space. Anybody have that? Put it in the comments. I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me. Hey, Jason Horde, what's happening, Jason? Anybody have that, that place when they grew up where you had to do that at home? Anybody? 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 Help me out. I don't want to feel dated here. But anybody have that place? So what happens for a child is when they're on this dot, and I've been doing this a lot in Excellent Kids, this is their anchor point. When they're on this dot, they're ready to go 150%, and they're ready to put it down. Good, good. The kitchen table for Jason. Now, so the other dots, this is what Ricardo wants to know. What are these red dots for? Well, Ricardo, you'll see them down the middle of our floor here at One Martial Arts. Okay, so we have a red dot here. We have a red dot here. Roughly, these are about six feet apart for safety, but there's another reason why, okay? So we have these going all the way down like that, right? You'll see it at one martial arts. It goes straight down like that. And, and this is what Ricardo's referring to. Ricardo's referring to that. So these are called partner drills and line drills, sir. So I can have everybody stand on a red dot facing their partner. Right, Ricardo? They're facing their partner. So if we're doing a sparring drill, let's say we're doing a sparring drill, we'll say left foot on the red dot, right foot back. And this is a non-contact drill, right? Because from here, I can't kick this guy, I can't hit this guy. So this is a non-contact drill. But I can see my target, I can emanate that, especially with COVID, we haven't been able to spar, but at least they can sit there and face each other. I throw this kick here, you on this side will do what? Block the kick here, hypothetically. There's non-contact. Say you can't do contact, Ricardo. Then I say right foot on the dot, left foot forward. See? So now, Ricardo, these guys are toe-to-toe, -to -toe, and they can do a contact drill. Cool? Let's say everybody's standing on these red dots all the way down both sides. We say everybody turn to the right. Boom. Now we have two lines facing this way, Ricardo, and we can do a line drill. 
You follow me? So these dots, not something I created. It's an original concept by Roland Osborne of HyperPro Training. And when he gave this to me over a decade ago, I brought him out to my school. He trained my team, introduced me to rotating curriculum. This was one of the things that revolutionized what we do. That's why we don't use Rolodex cards for attendance. You're standing like this with your card. Everyone's got to collect the freaking card. That's downtime. That's downtime. And when I walk into a school and I see somebody going, you stand there, he's doing this, going to kids' shoulders, moving them like this. Bad day too, another bad day. So I love it because the dots organically create six foot of spacing, which is great for COVID, right? As well, it makes class management better. Now, somebody came to my school and they go, well, your school looks really great, but your floor looks crappy with all those dots. And I said, I'll take it any day if I'm going to have create. What, what are we trying to create? Memorable experiences, which creates an emotional connection, which inspires people to want to hang out with you. That's it. That's it. So these dots help us that help us achieve that. Cool. Adam, question. Oh, James, how do I prevent the dots from moving around in class, sir? These are peel and <laughs> James, these are peel and stick, sir, right? The backs of these peel off and they stick. Dun, dun, dun. And they hold really well. I mean, they, they really do. They hold really, really well once they're on, on the mat. Cool? All right, so Adam's asking, uh... They are not sticky dots, just rubber. P.S. They are not sticky dots, they're just rubber. We can't use sticky dots. Okay, well, well that's, that's really cool, sir. That's really, really cool. Um, we have these big, hard rubber red dots because we use them outdoors. And they're pretty good. I mean, they'll stay on the ground unless the kid picks it up and plays with it. But they're a lot heavier. They're a thicker, hard rubber. They're not the soft neoprene ones that fold up like a little... Uh, tortilla. They're not like those. These ones are pretty heavy. They're, they're, they're like 12 inches and they sit on the ground. You'll see that we use those ones outdoors. Okay. We use those ones outdoors. So yeah, those are different, but the ones in your school, James should stick to the floor. Yeah. So I, I hope that helps superhero Brandon Belisa, right? Yeah. With my red dot, I am red dot man. I don't know if DC will pick that up or Marvel. Marco's laughing because he knows that's not going to happen. All right. Here's a My Studio question. <clears throat> Do you recommend absorbing the fees or letting members pay the fees? They are added at the end of the bill. It kind of looks like an extra charge. What would you do and why? Well, that was a huge shift in my mindset for me. Huge shift in my mindset because... I was of the old school thought, it's just simply part of doing business, right? And I was paying credit card fees to the tune of about $60,000 a year because we would absorb the credit card fee. But then two opened my eyes to that. He says, what's the last thing you, you did? Name something you did extracurricular. Well, I went to the Warriors game, a basketball game. He says, take a look on the bottom. Was there a service fee? I go and look, there's a service fee. I go into a restaurant and eat in San Francisco. There's an extra tax to help cover the medical fees of all the restaurant workers. You pay fees every freaking day, every day, every day, every day. There's standard. There's VAT fees. There's this fee. There's that. Just pick up your cell phone bill. There's so many hidden fees there on your cell phone. I can only imagine, right? 
I can only imagine. It's all in the car and I'm in the middle of a show worldwide. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> That's the after school staff. See, I'm just like you guys. I'm just like you guys. I'm just like you guys. We're getting ready for after school pickup and, and they're doing their thing. So it's really important to know that we pay fees every day, all the time. So once I got my head wrapped around that, then I would say we get maybe 0.01% pushback. And if they do that, they can do it by check, but we do it through ACH, right? And there's a small fee there. I'm really against the school of thought now at the point where we are of letting you come in and pay us with a check each month. We got to hunt you down. It's bad bookkeeping. And I don't want your cash either. I prefer that it runs right through my studio each month, ACH, and there is a small fee. That's life. That's simply life. You tip a waiter in a restaurant. That's there. It's only our mindset, that old school mindset that nobody wants to do that. They do. They absolutely do with no problem. No problem. No problem. So we've had, like I said, pretty much no pushback. What I do wish is instead of it saying administration fee in my studio, I really, 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 really wish it would simply say credit card fee because that's what it is. Call it what it is, right, Ricardo? It's a credit card fee, and, that, and that's what I would tell them. That fee made me extra money. Yeah, it's, it, it saved us close to $60,000 a year, Bao. And, and, and you'll see if you talk to uh, lots of people that are doing it, nobody, nobody, nobody's pushing back. Hey, here's a new name, McKevin Roton. Welcome, McKevin. Oh, your second message must have been covered up. What, what was it, Adam? We use dots a lot in class. In our kids' class, we now have a four-year-old who believes has special needs, but too young to be tested. He loves picking up the dots and throwing them like a Frisbee. All the other kids are fine, but we're at the point of not using dots in this kids' class due to safety. Any suggestions? Um... Well, I think that one child is the minority. He's the minority. That's it. And maybe what you ought to do is take the dot away from that one individual, right? And let them stand on the floor. I'm sure they don't stand on that dot if they're throwing it around like a Frisbee when they should be standing on the dot. And, and again, if they have special needs, Adam, that's, you know, you're dealing with that. And that's not a bad thing. You just have to create a better experience for him. If there's a lot of different kids in the class with special needs and they're all throwing the dots, then maybe I would eliminate the dots. But if 99% of your student base can stand on that dot effectively with no challenges whatsoever, sir, then I don't think it's an issue. It's just that one child. And if they have special needs, I would want ask myself, is it good for them to be in that class environment? Maybe they need a different environment, much like when you go to an elementary school, there's special needs classes and there's, you know, classes for kids without special needs. Maybe that needs to happen or just don't let them stand on a dot. Right. But I wouldn't eliminate the dots, especially if they work. Right. Yeah, you're right, James. And that was the other thing. Once we did that, as soon as we, we at that time, when we implemented my studio some three, four years ago, when we eliminated that, we automatically, you know, we're giving people raises and putting that money back into the business for sure. For sure. 
Absolutely. All right, we're rolling along. I want to make sure I get to all your questions. If you have other questions, please put them in the comment. I love your real-time input. As I say to people all the time, all the time, all the time, we are a collective. Hey, Herman. What's up, Herman from Extreme Impact Martial Arts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And, and so I want to make sure I get to everybody's questions. Let, let me get to this next one, please. And this was from Ralph over in uh, Switzerland at Excellent Martial Arts. So Ralph is asking, how do you start with a school bus in your area? For us, it's not normal, but I think it will be a good thing. Well, I think what he means by having a school bus, I think what Ralph is saying is how do you start an after-school program, right? How do you start an after-school program? That's really what he's asking, and, and that's a whole webinar within itself. But in a nutshell, first you have to decide if an after-school program fits your culture. Two, do you, is, there, is there a need in your community, is there a demographic that needs after-school pickup, come to your facility, do martial arts, life skills, homework, time, free time, and all that? Is there a need? Do a demographic study. And if that happens, then next, I would definitely look at all the local law and guidelines and decide, are they going to label you a day daycare where you have to have outside play area, you have to have a sleeping area here, you have to have a food preparation area and all that, or like a lot of people do, which I don't agree with, they fly under the radar. We are a come and go facility. We don't do homework, but there's quiet time. Those kinds of things don't work well for me at all, at all. So we became a heritage school, Ralph. A heritage school allows us to say we do homework time and all that, but we're registered as a heritage school. We must teach um, Mandarin four days a week, 20 minutes a day. We have a history and arts and crafts, a language and phonetics because we teach a Chinese martial arts. So we went with Mandarin. You're a Taekwondo school, do Korean, right? But the heritage school status allows us to promote homework time, allows us to function the way we do. You know, if you're always looking over your shoulder, wondering if, if this, you know, you're going to get closed down by the county because they look at you as the daycare and you're just trying to label it something else, I would be very leery of that. And I would stay away from that. Cool. So San Francisco, we don't have an after school program. We don't. And somebody just reached out and wanted us to do one because they can't staff their after school program because nobody wants to work because everyone's collecting unemployment and a stimulus. Right. So I get it. I get it. But the reason we chose not to do San Francisco, there was a number of reasons. One, logistically, we can't handle it. There's nowhere to park the vans. The school's filled with the virtual studios there more than here, right? And we realize it's a Band-Aid, not a pivot. I'm going to say Band-Aid versus pivot because the program that was reaching out to us was built into the school. So they're probably charging little to nothing to the people using that service. The second people who approached us were the YMCA. And their fees are like, I don't know, 160 bucks a week. Whereas here in Millbrae, for our after-school pickup program, part-time is $640 a week. That's right. And then our full-time is like $770. All right. That's, that's amazing money per month. Per month, we're getting $640 for part-time. We're getting $760 for full-time per month. Look at that. So for us, it makes sense. We break even at about 15 kids and everything beyond. And I say break even, we got to pay 
drivers. I filled up the van. Over 100 bucks to fill up the van with gas right now. Drivers, staffing, supplies, the whole nine yards. That is my break-even point. Every week, I've got to make at least $3,500 to break even. Beyond that, it's gravy. So right now, we're at about 25 kids. Average kid is doing full-time. So times that for me, Marco. What's 25 kids times, let's say, 700 bucks for average? What is that? Somebody help me out. What are you ugging about, Jason? What are you ugging about? Ugh. What are you ugging about, sir? So that's what I think that's what Ralph's asking about that. And, and for us, uh, that's how we choose to do it. Here, here's a little cool tidbit. Because we pick up the kids, we were collecting pictures of the kids so the drivers know what they look like. But everybody here is wearing a mask. Duh. So I took a picture. We have a big sign that it's got a big one logo on it. They're holding the signs like this with their mask on. And we told the parents, have your kids study this, have them know this image well. And the big sign makes a huge difference. We're all in one martial arts gear. We're in a mask and we're holding this sign. We show them a picture of the van, have your child familiarize themselves with this van and these drivers and this sign. So that's, that's, that's kind of innovative, right? Visuals work. Visuals work. We can't go in there with a checklist and a bunch of kids' pictures because everyone's got a mask on. Doesn't work. Cool? All right. Let me take a quick commercial break here. I want to thank my sponsors again. My studio, boom, Kids of Life Skills, LC Accounting, and, 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 and Market Muscles, right? All people that I love. And you know me, I tell you, I tell people I love them all the time. I'm very passionate about relationships, whether they're perfect or not. What I love are people that we're trying to make a difference in the world. We're trying to better life. We're trying to better things for people. I enjoy that. It's the highest form of service. Market Muscles came out of a kid who loves designing websites at the age of 13 that was a martial artist. My studio came out of another martial artist who, who really wanted to make things better for his team so they could really teach and not have to deal with all the admin stuff right? Kids Love Life Skills, my passion project. I started over a decade ago because I knew martial arts schools really could stand out above every other children's activity. Because why? Because why? No one's going to go to a soccer coach and say, teach my kid focus and discipline. They will walk into your school. They will demand it. And if you have the ability to, to do that, to do that at a high level, again, you now become an investment and you're no longer and extracurricular activity. And of course, my sister, you know, she's been a bookkeeper for decades and decades, uh, way back with Harley Davidson, as far back as I can remember. And she's a martial artist too. And she loves me. So she takes really good care of me. And I demand a lot. I set the bar really, really high for her. And she's been able to dance with me. Every time I raise that bar, she raises the bar with me. And I think that's an earmark of any great service-based person. They don't shun the challenge. They embrace the challenge. Cool. All right. So there you go. So that's $17,500. Okay. With 24 kids. So if we have to pull down about 3000 a week right now, right, that's about 12 K a month. So, you know, we're ahead of that curve a little bit, right? We're going to make about 5,000 at this point. But again, we're rebuilding that. And the reason that number so high break even because we have a bunch of kids on credit who had money on the books before the pandemic, but that'll change. Could you imagine when all that money's off the books, where we're going to stand? Oh, 
it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. But we will be the cream of the crop. I don't want to have a lot of kids. And I know there's that school of thought. There's a lot of um, programs out there like that where they're charging kids $99 a week for day camp or $70 a week for after school. Okay, I think one, you need to do a demographic study and see what's out there. But when these, these types of companies come to you and tell you, you know, you're competing with the YMCA and places like that, I don't want to be a part of that. I want to be the apple. I want to be the apple of after-school programs. We are more expensive, but here's what you get. And people, if they can see the value, whether it's your martial arts classes or otherwise, guess what? Guess what? They will pay it. Somebody said the other day, they asked me for our prices and I give them willfully. And she goes, well, that's a little expensive. I said, well, here are the values we offer. Here's the benefits that we offer. I never addressed, well, you can go to the YMCA and get it cheaper. Never at all. I never said we were too expensive. I never said we were too cheap. What I shared was after, wow, that's expensive, was here's what we offer. Here's the benefits. Here's some satisfied clients. And then you make the decision for yourself if it's worth that investment. But I think it's important for me to give prices up front because if you can't afford me, you can't afford me, right? And I know people will tell you, well, you know, once they see the value, they'll figure out a way to pay you. Even the poorest person has an iPhone and Gucci shoes and Air Jordans. We're not even discussing that. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. That's it. That's it. And that's why I think it's a really embarrassing moment as a parent where you won't tell me the prices, you won't tell me the prices, you won't tell me the prices. You get my kid engaged and they love it. And then you drop the prices in my lap and I can't afford it. So now I do a guilt purchase. I'm going to buy something I can't afford because I, as a parent, feel guilty that I can't give that to my kid. Plus, I'm dealing with you and your sales tactics. I feel pressured. I guarantee you, I will have buyer's remorse and a month or two in, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit or renege on your so-called contract, right? And that's me. That's me. And as you see, I'm very passionate about that. I believe the new school that we're moving towards is a subscription-based model where we work month to month, where we pass on the credit card fees, where we focus on service and creating the Disney experience, where we make sure our facility is top notch, where we make sure the curriculum is tight and right. And we're investing our money in training a staff and paying them well, paying them well, paying them well and paying them better. I want to pay my people so much better. And we're working towards that because they deserve it. And without this team, I wouldn't have all of this. The average McDonald's, and somebody can look this up again for me, please. The average McDonald's franchise owner makes somewhere from 15 to 25% net. Can somebody check that for me, please? Check that for me. And while we do that, I just want to double back here and say, hey, I will be at the My Studio Operations Summit, Fairfax, Virginia, September 17th and 18th. I will be there speaking. Plus, I'll be there on all the school tours right? Because they're going to take you to the different locations. I'll be answering your questions randomly. And what a better way to network than to have me standing next to you in the school. We're going to do a big thing at a restaurant where there'll be like a panel, a panel talk. And I just learned Dave Kovar will be there, right? John Cassidy, who's a gem, who started Top Kick and schooled uh, two in the beginning. And he schooled me a lot. I got to work with John Cassidy on his TKI project. Uh, the Top Kick Insights project. I worked with him on that. So that was a beautiful thing as well. Uh, and he'll be there. I understand 
of course, Lynette Lay, Tule will all be there, Min Wilson. And so it's going to be an intimate experience of 50 school owners. I encourage you, if you can't get to me on the West Coast, I'll be there on the East Coast for you. Cool, cool, cool. It's time live. We sold out the 20 spots, so we opened up seven more. So we have seven spots for the four-day experience. I think timing is important in life too. And the reason this is so important, we're going through so many changes right now that I, as a small business owner, understand that. So my strategy for marketing, my strategy for social media, my strategy for my website, my strategy for uh, staff training, my strategy for becoming a better company, not a bigger company, but a better company is there. My strategy for leadership, my strategy for curriculum design, my strategy for all of these things. You get that in the four-day experience. Plus cultivating your mindset, your personal goals, your vision, all that happens. And I believe all of that creates a balanced human being, a balanced visionary, a balanced architect of a business, which allows you to negotiate anything, anything as we're witnessing today. And look at our numbers. You know, California has been pretty hit hard with the closures. So for us to be in the position we're in with two big schools, with two big rents, San Francisco, we know people have been moving out and is devastated, right? In many ways, to be in the position we're in says a lot about the type of leadership, the type of culture, the type of purpose-driven business that we have, it's unlike anything you experience. Ask Jason Smith. He's been to the four-day. And he didn't just throw himself in here. He saw me at the Super Show. He came for two days. He came for four days. He came to Harvard to hear me speak before he brought me in as his mentor in his business. So he's somebody who doesn't just simply go, okay, here's my money, go. So I dig that because if you do your due diligence and you decide to partner with me, I know that it's something that's uber, uber important to you and you believe and you're going to come to the plate ready to play. Cool? Cool, cool, cool. And as I shared, Sam will be there with me. Sam on, who's an amazing soul. He, he's proven that a small school owner, one location can be financially set, right? Financially set. And you, 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 when you, you achieve financial freedom, Something like this comes around, you're not sweating it because you got money for a rainy day. So I think Sam is, is an important addition. He's the only addition and none of his stuff will be recorded. So you need to be here for that. Cool? Let's see if I have any other questions in here. No. So as we get down to the last five minutes, please, if you have a burning desire, put it in here, put it in here. I know I need to make sure because this is a podcast, I much must give you all the URLs. I will send over the URLs right away, Marco. Uh, let's see if Marco sent me over the URLs. And again, if you have a burning desire, put it in there, please. <laughs> and I shared with you that I've personally been the person um, looking at every lead coming in from my studio, I mean, from Market Muscles to verify it is what it is. So for all my sponsors, my studio is mystudio.io, kidsloveLifeskills.com, lcaccounting, sc.com, and marketmuscles.com. 
www.thepodcastmaker.com. Those are all the URLs for people that are going to listen to this later via the podcast. Cool? All right. So get those last-minute questions in there. Hopefully, you share this with everybody, everybody, everybody today because that enters you into our drawing. We're giving away one month of our mentoring program, our group mentoring. Right now, we're, we're in the belly of the beast of rotating curriculum. So I highly encourage you to have shared this with everybody so you might be our winner. Cool? Jason, what do you see in this new school model, what the front desk position becomes? I, uh, the front desk is eliminated. We have no front desk person in Millbrae at all. The phone is routed to San Francisco. Admin, payments, credit card updates, everything happens from one hub in San Francisco now. You come into One Martial Arts Millbrae, you've signed up for a trial through the app or the trial link. When it's over, we thank you, tell you to go back into the app because that's where we want them to be, and they can choose the membership there. Our pro shop looks like a mini store. Every size uniform is sitting there on a hook, so we simply grab and go. We want to focus on teaching on the floor. People have no challenge with it. I think what they love most about it is there's no hard sell. There's no pressure, right? We hope you enjoyed your class. Can I answer any questions for you? No? Great. If you want to sign up for membership, simply go into the app. What you do there is you, you don't pressure sell people, right? And they have that empowerment of going home and letting it marinate, think about it, talk to their significant other. So when they make that commitment to come to your school, there is no coercion. There is no fancy sales technique. You did the selling on the mat. So I believe that's going to be a big part of it. We do have front desk, physical front desk at both locations. And I guarantee you, those are going to be gone. That's going to be one of my next big renovations. We just re-signed a new lease in San Francisco. Thank you to our lawyer, Carolyn Tuasa. Thank you to my sister, Tish, because we really negotiated that. We got some of the back rent forgiven. We had the rent reduced because commercial rents are lower in San Francisco, and we got locked in for 10 new years. We're happy with it, right? We're happy with that. So again, one of those pivots that I'll share with you at the my Studio Operation Summit, as well as It's Time Live Change in November here. We'll do both. So that's going to be one of the big shifts, Jason. I don't think we need a front desk anymore. If I walk into a bouncy house, trampoline place, I sit there da, 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 on a computer. I walk over here, some high school kid puts a wristband on my kid, and I might pay for it if I didn't pay for it through the computer. Normally, you'd Sign in, pay for it through the computer, swipe your credit card, walk over here because a machine can't do it yet, and it puts a band on you. It's going to come a day where somebody's going to create a machine, write this down, where as soon as you sign up out of the bottom, it'll spit out a band. And then you don't even have to interact with that front desk person. There'll be no need for one. Cool? Yeah, Jeremy, I agree. Hey, Jeremy, what's happening? Jeremy also is from the UK. Jeremy and I had a really nice talk a week or two ago, and I'm grateful that I was able to reignite that fire in you, Jeremy, and inspire you. Yeah, my studio software is a great piece of work that, that started to really work for me. Yeah, and, and understand that my studio has gone through some amazing innovations, and that's the earmark of a great tech company, right? They're always updating, always updating, always updating. That's because they're constantly improving their product, which we should all do in our personal lives, in our businesses, and our relationships. Kaizen theory, constant improvement. And for a small school owner, I love whipping out my phone. I was doing, I do that every class now. I don't even use an iPad. I simply open my phone. I'm taking attendance. 
I open up the retail portal, I sell a t-shirt, whatever. It's all right there. And it's a beautiful thing. If you have the business version downloaded, even better, right? Make sure you have that loaded for taking attendance. Yeah, just like at the airport when you check in and the bag spits out the tag. I, yeah, absolutely, sir. I agree with that. And if you have questions about my studio, Adam Parker knows a lot. And I keep telling him I'm going to have him on a full episode where we just answer my studio questions because he knows it inside and out. I actually want to pick Adam's brain and, and have him look at our my studio and tell me what we can do better, what we can do better. Cool. All right. So th that's it. That's it for today's show. Uh, Marco, please, let's find out who our winner is today. And while you pull up our winner, I'm going to thank again, my studio, Kids the Life Sales, LC Accounting, Market Muscles. I love you folks. You know, you're a gift to my life. I thank you for sponsoring my show because you give me the means to offer to everybody free, free. And, and that's a good thing. What a gift from my studio, Market Muscles, LC Accounting, and Kids Love Life Skills. Get signed up. Marco posted it. Seven spots left for It's Time Life Change. But if you want to come to the two-day event or the one-day event, that's your call too. But I really believe the four-day experience will change your life. Change your life. Change your life. Change your life. There we go. So who is it? Today's winner is James Walker. James, I think you've won a number of times, huh? James Walker is our winner. Everybody give James some love. Give him a big hand. Put it in the comments. James, 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 James. Cool? And then this will be available on podcast. I think Marco shared that. This show will be available on podcast. You're going to want to watch that. Uh, Success Never Sleeps is on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, as well as my mindful meditation. I'm big on my mindset. I'm the master of the mindset in that I'm a student. I want to cultivate this. Every thought begins here. Everything and the positivity, you cultivate it from your mind. So I have mindful meditations as well. And if you dig it, you dig Success Never Sleeps, the podcast, or Mindful Meditations, please leave me a review. You got to cultivate those reviews. Cool, cool, cool. There's the congratulations coming into James. I appreciate you folks for that. I thank you so, so much for that. All right. So I'm out of here, folks. Again, another amazing episode of Success Never Sleeps. Why? Because of you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for contributing. We are a collective of people. We are the disruptors looking for new and innovative ways to not only better our businesses, but better our personal uh, development, our lives, our relationships. It all goes together. I'm Brandon Beliso. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Find me at LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, of course, every podcast platform now. For everything else, please go to brandonbliso.com. This is Success Never Sleeps. Until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life.